Hello to our weird Negroes and our weird non-Negro constituents. Welcome to the Weird Negro Podcast, a podcast for us, by us, but all are welcome. You can sit with us. I'm your boy, J-Dub. Hey everybody, it's Cam Lovitz. Yo, what's poppin'? It's hell so flowerly. And today we have a special guest with us. Hi, I'm Pete, or Platypus. So, um, yeah, Pete. <laughs> P was with us uh, formerly on another episode. Um, I think it was the you know? Valentine's episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, That's my yep. platypus right there, y'all. Ow. Uh, anything you want to say to the people, P? Since you've been since you've been gone. Uh, just life, work, taking trips. Recently came back from a vacation out in uh, the Cancun. <laughs> no, don't mind. He, he also is dating Miss L. So flower leaves. Sometimes I don't be knowing. <laughs> I didn't know that from the last episode. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm, it's just like a recap. Like we still together. But, but the people who are just tuning in, go watch the last episode. Look, don't worry, so, P. Okay. I was, that the I last was in the episode, same like, last, like, season, like, season one. This is just, one. Here, here's oh, a sidebar. Here's, here's a very important episode. thing, guys. Please date somebody that actually likes you. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> if they already don't. <laughs> I love that saying. That was amazing. <laughs> Alright, but anyway, I guess going off of that, the topic of today is boys do cry. Or, we're just going to be talking about gender roles um, within society. Um, So I guess, to put into context, I guess we're just going to be talking about gender roles, um, I guess within uh, United States society, you know. So I guess we're not going to be able to touch upon like other cultures. Um, and how their gender roles may function. Oh, well, we don't have enough context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like so we're just going to be speaking from our our personal experience. Um, so yeah, I guess the topics we're going to be talking about first is how boys are taught to suppress emotions within so society. Oh yeah, so society. Like, one example of that is just a, uh, be a man, why are you acting like a little bitch? Don't be crying. Mm-hmm. That's what girls do. I feel like that's borderline building a sociopath. For real. Because then I feel like what you're saying is it's not okay as a boy or as a man for you to show emotions. Or and that it's weak to show emotions. Like, And then it's like, okay, but damn, they still human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like, humans have emotions. Mm-hmm. And I've come across people where, especially men, because uh, I feel like it's normalized for girls. I feel mm-hmm. like if a girl is emotional, it's no big deal because it's like, well, you're a female. That's you're, what you expect. You're, you're supposed to. be emotional. But with guys, it's like stoic. Like, there's been times where I've been at a funeral and it's just look over and a dude and it's just stone cold face. Like, no emotions, no nothing. It's like, okay. Isn't it like a thing where... They're just not, you don't know how to do it in the first place because they've never really showed you. Your parents yeah. didn't show you how to, how to, mm. you know, express right. sadness. Express your emotions. <laughs> was it that your parents didn't show you or is it you just expected not to do that? Because I guess like for me growing up, um, I, I could say I only saw my dad cry at least maybe like 
four times in my life. You know? So it's like... But I feel like that time. expectation mm-hmm. still has to come from somewhere. I, I feel like... Because when you're young... I feel like you really don't have that kind of wherewithal of this is what expected of me. Because mm-hmm. you're a kid. You just carefree, living life, doing what you do. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's still, it has to come from somewhere. You have that expectation because of something somebody has said or what you have seen or the people around you mm-hmm. just watching how they interact. And you're like, okay, well, hell, dad not crying, so I guess I don't have yeah. to cry either. Yeah. Or, you know? I like that you mentioned that because I, I've never really been told to don't cry. It's just it's just from seeing other, you know, male counterparts, they don't cry, so I'm not going to. I have seen people say the shit, don't cry, mm-hmm. you acting like a little bitch. You cry mm-hmm. you acting like a girl. I have seen I have been a part of that. I have seen that shit. Like I was in the room watching that happen. So I, they say it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was ever told that by anybody older than me. It was always like the kids that were that I was around either in school or that I would hang out with outside of school that would say that. <clears throat> but see, see, even with that, I feel like where did they get it from? Monkey see, monkey do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's so crazy because I feel like, especially in the black culture, I feel like it's almost, not second nature for everybody, but it's kind of like you perpetuate what you're accustomed to and used to. So, mm-hmm. it's like, if your dad was told that when he was young, then he's telling it to his son, and his son telling it to his son, it's just moving down the line. Mm-hmm. Until you finally get that one that's like, okay, screw that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna do what I want to do. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, I don't think I ever really cried in front of someone. Like, I always either cry in private or, yeah, that's about it. Mm -hmm. Uh Because I can legit say it's been times, especially this year, where I wanted to cry, but it just wouldn't come out. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because I don't don't see it as shameful uh, to a degree, but I feel like I'm going to be judged for it. Regardless, I think it go back to what Elle said. It's that fear of appearing weak. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we associate emotions with being a feminine thing. So it's like if a man shows too much emotion, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, he weak. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he you, you acting like a female. And, yeah. You know, and it's like, uh, mm-hmm. but he, you, those emotions don't just like poof, go into thin air. Like, I've seen it with people just bottling in, bottling in, bottling in, and then it randomly it just explodes at the mm-hmm. most random moment, random time. Could be perfectly happy. Somebody say one wrong thing and it's like a switch. Mm-hmm. Then you all sitting there looking at each other like, what the hell just happened? Like it, everything was fine. Why he just mm-hmm. blow up like that? Because he been holding it in and holding it in. He got tired of holding it in. But then that goes to so what? How do we combat that? Because I know, of course, it's like, you know, please don't tell your sons to man up and stop being a little bitch and this, that, and the other. Like, I feel like <clears throat> us having more conversations about it, uh, maybe incorporating it into our art, you know, like mm-hmm. our music, our movies, 
make it normalize it. Mm-hmm. Normalize it where you're seeing someone that looks like you, male, black, or you know, whatever race that you are, you're you're seeing representation of someone feeling these emotions. Like you're being this would be something like, hey, it's real. I'm not crazy. I'm right. not weak. I'm not, you know, uh, less of what I am because I'm <clears throat> because I'm feeling this way. Right. I mean, you losing a loved one, you going through hard times. Those are real situations. That's that stress people out. Mm-hmm. Like it's understandable to cry at those moments because, I mean, you a man, but you first and foremost a human. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like these aren't just these are like identity roles that are just like projected onto us from like birth yeah from like sometimes before we even enter the world you know it's like where are you having Mm -hmm. and the second you find out it's like automatically it's like blue green if it's a boy pink and purple or other colors if it's a girl how do we feel about like gender reveals, like making it into such a spectacle that you know, it has become? I, I'm glad that was a nice segue because I was going to say, like, actually today this morning, um, I wore a pink shirt to work, and usually you know I feel fine wearing pink, but something something just like triggered inside my mind. I was like, I wonder how do how do people feel about a man wearing pink? And obviously, you know. It's no big deal, but do some people still see, um, like a man wearing pink as feminine? Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, so why are certain colors considered feminine? Well, I mean, when you think of feminine colors, you think of soft, light, you know, you're gonna, it's gonna equate something to feminine. Whereas male, what? When I think of a woman in a blue dress, I think of that color to mean power, masculinity, strength. That's already connected to boys. So that's, yeah, colors can be distinguished between feminine, masculine, and that's why. It's like part of our culture, society. But it is interesting because I feel like there is a certain perception when a man wears pink. Mm Mm-hmm. But I feel like you don't have that same perception with certain colors with women. Like you said, with blue, like a woman in a blue dress is power. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's in a blue dress, depending on how she's wearing that dress and how that dress is fitting, you still getting, you know, femininity. You still getting sexy. You still depending on how that dress is fitting. It's feminine and powerful. Right. Versus male, uh, they but can't see, really. That's a good thing because you said it's feminine and powerful, mm-hmm. but you didn't use the word masculine. And but with, and the with, issue, mm-hmm. the reason why I didn't say masculine mm-hmm. is because it's a synonym. Mm-hmm. Colors have been put down in gender roles specifically that you can say a color and automatically your brain is going to say, it's going to link it to male, female. It's going mm-hmm. to do that. It's like mm-hmm. a synonym for it. Well, let's do a test. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to say color and I want you to first say you know the first word that yeah. comes to mind mm-hmm. either boy or girl okay. right okay yellow girl neutral okay all right neutral <laughs> okay all right so blue boy boy red boy, boy. pink girl. girl purple girl black boy neutral 
White? Girl. Mm. Mm. Orange. Yeah, orange. Mm. Yeah. I'm a little hot on it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one actually got me stumped. I, boy. <laughs> I'm going to go with boy. Mm. Boy? Why would you say boy? It's a combination of uh, yellow that you said was feminine, mm-hmm. but red, which you said was masculine. Mm-hmm. Well, I said yellow was neutral. I say I, I go with boy because it is abrasive because it is strong. It's not nothing. It's not anything light. Mm-hmm. Very vibrant, mm-hmm. attention getting. Mm-hmm. Yellow is vibrant and attention getting. Yeah, but it doesn't equate to strong. I think that's why like red is, is a bright color, but red is also a harsh color. Mm-hmm. It's a dominant it, it, color. Yeah. Yellow, even though it's a bright color, there's still an element of like softness so to what it. What emotion would you link with like red? Anger. Exactly. Yeah. So that you know that's. Huh. Yeah, yellow is always associated with happiness. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And blue. Calm. Sadness. Sadness. Yeah. Mean, I was thinking sadness too. I was thinking calm. I was thinking calm. <laughs> Would de- I guess depending on your shade. Gray dark would be blue. something connected yeah. to sadness for me, but that's... Gray. I would we, think gray would be neutral. Uh, well, now we're going into a whole nother uh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll say that for another episode. Actually, we did. We did. We did an episode are, uh, on, uh, about colors. <laughs> yeah. So go check that out if you haven't. Hey. Um, but yeah, so, it, so that's interesting. Thinking about like color... Um, and how it is connected to gender roles within our society. Um, it's making me kind of thinking about the way that boys are allowed to dress and girls isn't too. Uh, well, recently, you know, um, it used to be that I guess only men could wear pants. Um, in schools. And now, in schools? Or just, well, I was saying kind of like in general, in society in general. Oh, like back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And just recently that women was able to start wearing pants. Like, you know, I don't know. When did that start? Oh, um, post World maybe. War Two. You know. Yeah, when mm-hmm. a lot of the men went away to war and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. women kind of took on the man role because, I mean, society needed the help. They didn't have a choice. The man role. It's the whole thing. Just like getting rid of that whole idea as mm-hmm. a whole. Put on them pantsuits. And work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. Any. Let me see. So what else would you say is a um, male-only deemed within society, or not male, but um, man-only kind of like deemed within society? What that gets like kind of linked in there, thrown together. Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh, like we were just talking about, like this is man's work. Yeah, it's, it's that I, it's that idea of the man goes out and he works and he provides for his family. He brings home the bacon, mm-hmm. and the woman is that barefoot and pregnant mentality, where it's mm-hmm. like she stays home. Her job is to bear the children, cook, clean. He Take come home, home, have dinner ready on the mm-hmm. table, and that was it. You know, mm-hmm. back in the day, that's really it, that's really all girls were aspired to be mm-hmm. was homemaker. Uh-huh. That's all you did. That was your role. Until, I think, actually, what you made a good point is that when the war broke out and a lot of men were drafted back when they had the draft, uh-huh. and they're like, well, we, we need help. We still need people to run the factories and people to do this and do that. You know, that's where Rosie the Riveter. We, you know, 
can we do can it. do it. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we we need people to fill these roles, women, your people, so come on and do it. And they yeah. did. We're going to change the gender mm-hmm. construct mm-hmm. to fit our own <laughs> Right. I'm so glad that y'all brought that up or that we brought it up about the war. Because that actually, I, I remember watching something um, kind of like uh, telling why men aren't allowed to show emotion within society. Mm. Uh, it goes back to like the Roman, think about the Roman times and how um, they had to train boys on to not express themselves during times of war and battle. Mm-hmm. Because you can't be having a whole bunch of soldiers just running around, you know, crying and screaming. Um, when you need them to be more courageous, they have to be rough. They have to be rough. tough. They gotta be. If you see, if, if you see your friend go down, just you know, keep basically fuck them and keep it moving. You know, you can't show emotion. You can't show your. Oh, my friend just died. Let me run over there and try to help him. It's just oh, okay. And, and you know what? Moving. I would imagine. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. But yeah. I would imagine it where <laughs> that one of their reasons on why they wouldn't show emotion is that we don't have time to. Mm-hmm. We have to take care of the family. If I don't get out there and hunt and do whatever the fuck I'm got to do, mm-hmm. my family's going to starve. I need to take care of my family. There's no time. To be in the fetal position. There's crying, no time. Back and forth. I'll worry about that next time. I'll, I'll worry about that when I die. That kind of mentality mm-hmm. of if I don't take care of my family, who will? Because mm-hmm. my baby barefoot and pregnant and taking care of the home. Yeah. So, <clears throat> would you say that anger is a... Because um, now it's making me think about, like, um, I guess, positive male emotions... Like anger, oh. is that considered a positive emotion? I wouldn't say it's a, or a positive. necessary one. I'd say it's a. Uh, it's probably one of the only emotions that men are allowed to show without being judged for it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he mad. Well, that's just how. That's acceptable for mm-hmm. a man to be upset like that. That's mm-hmm. probably the only way you can show your emotions. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not the. Yeah, I would here, say. You know? I would say. I would say you're right. Men are allowed to show anger. Women are not. On the, you know, contrast that. Whenever a woman is seen expressing anger, you know she's either you know emotional. Emo- she's being emotional. She's, she's being she's crazy. Or she's, she's being a bitch. Know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just got me thinking about like anger and how uh, men are you know allowed to express that. I got a question for you, right? We got uh, the men that are not, they just won't. They won't look at their emotions that way. What about the men that have no idea how to distinguish what's what? Can be chaotic. Like, what What about those kind of men? I mean, like, they're unable to acknowledge romance with someone like I can't see myself being in a romantic relationship with you I don't see you as that kind of light is there a reason behind it like is it because I'm not I don't know how to process those kind of emotions in the first place yeah what about those kind of guys hmm so kind of like the idea that all emotions are bad even like Mm -hmm. love 
or just or not knowing what you're not feeling. knowing, not knowing what you're feeling. Because uh-huh. I, mean, you, you, I mean, if you're someone that you were taught to put your feelings aside, mm-hmm. then you may not be accustomed to what love feels like, what calmness feels like, what mm-hmm. happiness or joy or all these emotions feel like. All you know is just to get through the next day. Right. So when you like, well, I don't see me being vulnerable with you or me being this with you. It's like, is it that you don't see it or is it that you just won't don't recognize it when it when you feel it? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's something you've never felt before. You were never taught to feel that. So it's like, I get what you're saying. You're like, how do you recognize that if it's in a foreign feeling to you? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. That's. That's a good question. I'd say you that's something they would have to explore. That's because that's the only way you're really gonna no. know. You're gonna have to explore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I get it. Because even like even me, uh until like recently, I was I suppressed a whole bunch of emotions. Especially like I guess um I guess just being afraid of romantic feelings. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's, you know, it's like, it's like when you get those gooey feelings or whatever, those stereotypical, like, gooey, fuzzy feelings, you suppress that shit because, you know, that's like. It's cause, too soft of a feeling. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like you become this big teddy bear where it's like, oh, y'all mm-hmm. mushy and gushy and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But now I see, you know, obviously, like, that mindset is, um, isn't healthy, Uh nor is it, um, nor is it, you know, it's, it's okay, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to have those kind of feelings. I mean, it's natural. You're, you're going to have those kind of feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's something that's like, like I said, those feelings don't just vanish into thin air. They don't just disappear. At some point, you're going to feel a little bit of everything. Yeah. At one point in your life, you're going to be happy, sad, mad, calm, angry, frustrated, jealous, love, I love, jealous, irritated, scared, fearful. All of that. All of the, Mm -hmm. and and some people feel multiple at once. Mm -hmm. And that's when it really is like, oh, that's that's when life really feels like it's hitting you is when you Mm -hmm. feeling multiple emotions at once and you don't know which emotion to respond to first Mm -hmm. Mm. then you just like fuck Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that P brought up scary or scared Um, because that that's one emotion that is not seen as you know a a positive male trait because a positive male trait I guess is courage right so if you're if you're being scared that completely contrasts what you're supposed to be doing. So, uh, how do y'all feel about that? It's, it's like a woman, yeah, of course a woman is allowed to be scared. Just look at me, look at movies. You got I mean, the damsel in distress. But, but that goes back to what I was saying. It's like some emotions are, <clears throat> it's like expect. it's normalized for certain yeah. things. It's like, like you was about to say in the movies, when you have the a woman that's just, distress. Yeah, and then what you got to do that come and take Mystery down the hero. Killer, you know. You know what? Uh, one really really good movie that kind of plays on the gender role a little bit. Shrek. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 
You have the ogre, who's normally seen as this horrific being, terrible, ugh, oh my god. But instead, he plays that heroic role. Um, you have Fiona. She's a she's not no damsel in distress. Baby girl can handle her own once she actually accepts herself. But they want mm-hmm. you to think that. Mm-hmm. They want you to think that she's this helpless girl that's just stuck in this tower mm-hmm. that's guarded by this dragon and she needs the big strong man to come in and then you realize like, oh no, okay. That's not the case. And even the dragon itself. Mm-hmm. Big scary dragon. Actually a female. Actually probably the most feminine person in the movie. Yes. <laughs> facts. Yes. This is facts. So what so why is like these opposite traits of how we view men positives for women then? The damsel in distress, that's seen as a real feminine woman, right? Mm-hmm. The um the weak, you know, can't open up the pickle jar type situation. Mm-hmm. That scene is pickle jars be stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Sometimes it don't even be pickle jars. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that considered feminine then? Is weaker traits seen as feminine? I mean, I think historically in society, women have been. Physically weaker than men, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. biologically. Yeah. So are they trying to say that like feminality is weak? Yes. But it's it's, <clears throat> it's plenty of traits that's seen as feminine and strong, like nurture. Is that seen as like weak giving or, birth? Yeah, is that seen Giving as birth is not for weak? the weak. Mm-hmm. Giving birth is not for the weak. Mm-hmm. Shit's hard. <laughs> I haven't been through it. Don't plan on going through it because I already know that I'm not built for it. But kudos to the um stop. Kudos to the women that have children out here doing the damn thing. Cause I I cannot imagine pushing out a child through something that has to dilate to 10 centimeters. Mm-hmm. Let alone doing it naturally. No, mm-hmm. don't me up. Give me that epidural. I don't care what anybody else in the room say. Give me that epidural. I can wake up the next year. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit out. is not easy. Mm-mm. And from what I understand and what other women have told me, it is the most horrific pain they've ever been in. Mm-hmm. It's childbirth. Mm-hmm. And people go and do it again. Multiple times. Oops. For some people. Right. Multiple times. Some people it's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But it's I I feel like it's because of that inferiority that, that women aren't as strong or, you know, are seen as like fancy little flowers and you're mm-hmm. just, you know, this sweet little girl. Then I think it's always seen as weaker, as certain traits are seen as weaker. And then uh, you'll have the women that'll demonstrate masculine tones. You know, mm. like they're the tomboy. They're not like other girls. They're this so powerful and tough and smart. I would say that's where women and men are the same. Is that mm-hmm. just like you have people that tell boys like, oh, suck it up, be a man, stop being a little bitch. You also have people that 
tell girls, oh, quit being mannish. Act like a lady. Yep. Cross your legs. Yep. Don't sit with your legs open. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before mm-hmm. multiple times. Where it's like, quit being mannish. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> but you have some girls that they mm. like, I want to climb trees and yeah. I want to go out here and play soccer and play football and do this. And I mean actual football, not the, what is it? Oh, the, that, that shit. The lingerie football. I don't even know what it's called. We not even, we ain't talking I don't even know what it's called. Why you laughing so <laughs> hard? You know what it's called, don't you? Nasty. <laughs> Be your, uh, what, TNT sometimes? I'm talking. Oh, I don't actually know. Never I, mind. Hey, I don't know the. Ch- never mind. I'm talking. But for the people you, out there who want the research, the scientific research. Scientific. On what days? I'm playing anyway. On what days it be on, Jada? <laughs> <laughs> Some days I'm playing. I don't know. <laughs> but see, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, stuff like that is seen as more acceptable because you have girls playing. Football, football, mm. quote unquote, and basically lingerie, and it's like okay, but why can't they just play football in normal football gear like what the guys wear, mm. and it still be enjoyable to watch? Mm. Mm. And why do certain sports have cheerleaders? That's women, basically. I mean, a man can join, but is men really joining cheerleading? No. Yes, yes, yes. But in, in colleges, but it's majority <laughs> women. Right? They're man. just, the man is just there to just lift them usually. You know, be they that do, strong. They do acrobatic feats too. Right. Well, now, right? but you traditionally. Never seen <laughs> no, I'm talking about like traditional cheerleading, not like. Well, modern. actually, back in the day, they had some male cheerleaders too. I mean. I don't know. The point <laughs> I'm trying to get to is like, <laughs> it was majority, it was majority, um. Like, females yeah. doing cheerleading. Yeah. I mean, there was even a whole debate on whether cheerleading was even considered a sport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, let's, let's toss you up in the air and see how that landing, you know, mm-hmm. works for you. Or do a triple backflip. Mm-hmm. And land on your goddamn feet. Right? No problem. Perfectly graced. It's like, yes, cheerleading is a sport because it's physically demanding. Mm-hmm. Have you seen some of the injuries? They sustain in cheerleading? That is athlete. Like, <laughs> right. they do. Um, so, yeah. So, we were, we kind of uh, slewed off a little bit, but to get back on. Uh, gender reveals. So. Damn. We went way off. <laughs> well, not really. Yeah. Like we're, we're still. Because we, we were yeah, still discussing the colors. Fem- we're talking about males and then like the softness and weakness of emotions mm-hmm. but then in that same aspect you have some women that aren't emotional that don't have those feminine emotions or characteristics or traits mm-hmm. and that are kind of tomboyish man it's like growing up it was a tree in my neighborhood i climbed that tree all the time mm-hmm. the branches were low to the ground mm-hmm. and i used to get my brother to help me in the tree and then once he got tired of helping me i was like well Teach me how to get in the tree by myself then. After that, I was like, cool, I can do it myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, people enjoying video games. 
right? Mm-hmm. The whole process of that is always linked towards more masculinity oh, yeah. versus, more, you angry. know, femininity. And that's a good point that you bring up because it's like, even if a girl is, I mean, now, of course, it's, it's common. It's become common now. now. Like back in the day. Well, back in the day, it's like, if a girl was interested in a video she game, shunned. to get the attention of a male. They never, like, looked at that as legit. Like oh. No, it was like, you're doing this because who, who are you trying to impress? You don't like Pokemon, bitch. Like you don't like <laughs> you don't, you don't even, like sports. Even now, it's still the same. You still got guys talking about women like video games. Yes. Who? Somebody. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Huh? I was on Twitter the other day, and somebody was like, "Uh, cause they had they just had Evo, and somebody was talking about um Soul Calibur, mm-hmm. and somebody was like." Girls play video games, and they like, yes, <laughs> we play this character, this character, and this character. Like, no, I don't. Oh, oh my God. Man, y'all don't play mm-hmm. Picked up Soul Calibur in your life. I'm just like, wow. Huh? I don't know why y'all. They do that don't. with video games. But they do that with thing. comic books. Mm-hmm. They do that with fucking any type of series mm-hmm. you can think of. Mm-hmm. Anime. Anime. <laughs> <laughs> anime. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, it was still. I remember, like, oh god, like the Xbox 360 days. So you just be speaking on, you know, just I don't know, just like playing Call of Duty or something. Oh, and you're like, playing and then with you're other playing people? with a whole bunch of guys all the time. And then like a female voice will come up, and they just start Ooh, asking a complete mind. fool. Like the deans are hurt. I mean, that's still a thing. It's it's not yeah. back in the day. They still do that shit. See, what what makes me smile is when you have a situation like that, mm. and then the girl comes in annihilating everybody, yeah. and you're just like, yes, take them out, mm. take them out, mm-hmm. screw them, and they just and you just hear hush mode, mm-hmm. hush mode, and you just hear it. Wait, where's she going? Got to do this, got to do that. It's like, yeah, see y'all up there talking that shit. She and Kane took out your whole team. Y'all gone. And now look at you. Mm. Now look at you. Mm. Start saving people for last so they know that you're coming. <laughs> we know how you like to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um. So yeah. So do you think um is there too much of an emphasis on gender? Identity within our society? Yes. Yes. I feel like we place too much, way too much emphasis on boys being boys and girls being girls. What's allowed, what's expected of them, whatever type of toxic behavior. Is it, is it more feminine? Is it more masculine? You know, we mm-hmm. it's, it's allowed for them. Oh, he's hitting on you. He's being mean to you because he like you. That's normal. Yeah, no until he's a grown adult and you're a grown adult and them hits ain't okay like that shit ain't cute no mm. but that is something that is uh normalized it is oh it's a love tap mm-hmm. it's just a little love tap like he didn't mean it huh. so that kind of like normalizes abuse yeah i mean it can if you're if you're associating like hitting physical touch in that way and just saying like oh that's because he likes you 
okay, like mm. it may seem okay and cute when y'all are young, cause y'all are young. That shit ain't but never when that cute. five or six or seven year old boy and girl become a 25, 27 year old boy and girl, and those hits hit are hitting a little too hard, mm-hmm. it's not cute. Then you got people that's like, oh, you need to get away from him. You need to do this. Or why but he didn't, loves me. Why didn't you leave him? You, you <laughs> stayed with him. He loves me, though. It's, mm-hmm. it's just a love tap. It's just, no, that's just how we interact with each other. They start normalizing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Cause that's that's what you were told when you were younger. It's just a love tap. He he does that because he likes you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like our society has that bad with in, ingraining in us who we should be in our gender roles even before we're born. Mm-hmm. You know, this is oh you're having a girl, and here come all the family with pink and purple and yellow and mommy blue princess and. You know, mm-hmm. with boys, oh, ladies' men, and mm-hmm. green and blue, and cars, and action figures, and even when with boys, a boy playing with a doll. Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, no. It's an action figure. Oh, it's an action figure. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. It's a collectible. It's a, oh, you took mm. it out the box, though. Mm. Much 
a wife without the wife title. I don't know how to do laundry. I'm like, and this is college. That's the easiest thing ever. It literally is. Just kind of put some soap. The clothes in the washing machine. (laughs) Put in the the wash liquid. Put in the fabric softener. Wash your clothes. Throw them in the dryer. Nah, that was too complicated. But somehow my dick got caught in the goddamn. That was was too complicated. Well, first you got to separate the colors. I'm colorblind. How am I supposed to do this? You don't have to do none of that. Black blasphemy. You ain't got to separate nothing. (laughs) Every day. Throw all that shit in at once. No, no, no. Don't listen listen to people. No, it's not. Your shit is going to be messed up. But it's faded. I'm playing. That's for watching it, not because <laughs> what if you put it with the white? But it's no, nah, you got a Bakugo fucking sweatshirt. That motherfucker is pink. It used to be white. No, it didn't. It was always pink. <laughs> it's always been pink. Nah, bruh. <laughs> okay, first off, that's not true. My brother had a jersey that was red and white. Mm-hmm. And literally, they put it in. With the whites, and it came out red and pink. Because <laughs> uh-huh. the red bleeded into the white, and mm-hmm. red well, that's and pink. The, that's because the jersey but wasn't... But it happened. The jersey... <laughs> oh, my God. Wasn't machine washing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> take it to the cleaners. You got to answer for everything. <laughs> Thus, this boy was not taught how to cook or how to do laundry. Mm-hmm. And so he just he had a girlfriend that would always do it for him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you grew up in a household where everything was done for you, and you never had to do your own laundry, and you never had to cook your own meal, mm-hmm. and you never had to clean up really after yourself, then that's you don't know how to do it. An excuse. I guess I don't know. But how do you I'm not learn <laughs> these things? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. He, he, he didn't learn them. Doing? And he was using uh, people's daughters to help him out. Like, he'd much rather go through all that that so fucking talk. Then to just ask his what? roommate, huh. can you help me with this or teach me this? Or... So, that makes me think. What was he doing? So, if he saw that as a, you know, the woman's role, essentially, what was he doing that was, like, the man's role within the... Okay. <laughs> He was the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> they, they weren't they weren't just hanging out doing all nah. this stuff for him for nothing. Nah, they weren't doing that for free. <laughs> he had to unclog her pipes. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that leads in. <laughs> Do we believe in gender roles? No, I don't because I feel like. If, look, if I'm driving on the road and my car breaks down, I ain't flagging down no random dude. So if my car breaks down, I'm calling AAA, or if I get a flat tire, I'm changing the tire. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, my car has broken down before. Mm. And it was a situation where I was making a turn, my car was not accelerating, and I'm in the middle of the street oh, or the lane. Now, a woman did pull over, but she would ask me if I wanted her son to help me. So she didn't just send her son to help me. She literally was like, excuse me, can my baby 
let me come help you like push your car off to the side and I was like yes thank you so he came over he was like throw it in neutral and then he helped me it wasn't like you know I was steering but we were both pushing this car off to the side mm -hmm. and then I called my dad and I called AAA and waited for one or the other or both to arrive jeez but also, it's like, had she not come, it's not like I would have just been, oh, no, I'm mm -hmm. in the middle of the road. Right, you'd have to figure that shit out. I would have been like, okay, I'm going to call my dad, and I have insurance, so I'm going to call AAA and call a tow truck, and we're going to get it fixed. I feel like you need to be a balanced individual yes. in order to fucking survive. You need to know how to cook, mm -hmm. how to clean, how to change a tire, mm -hmm. and maybe an oil change for your car if need be. Mm -hmm. Or at least understand what to do and how to get about it. Look, I can I can birth life into this world, bring home the bacon, mm -hmm. and breastfeed all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Hell, some women have been doing it through COVID. Mm -hmm. Working from home, taking care of the kids. Being the accountant, being the everything. Mm -hmm. And don't the be afraid therapist. to be Mr. Mom. It, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But like I said, this is something that's ingrained in us in like mm -hmm. childhood before yeah. birth. Because I mean, now in our at our age, have you come across any of these kind of like mindsets from other people? So I, yes. What has happened? What did you see, or did it happen to you? Do you see something going down? Twitter is funniest place on the planet oh, no. <laughs> for man versus woman uh, debates so you just talking about the red pill community basically at this point not even them not even just them cause you got the, the over here the red pill community who is just hyper masculine uh, gender roles man and woman but mm -hmm. then on the complete opposite side, you have the women who was like, yeah, the man got to do this, 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 A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Meanwhile, it's like, all right, well, are you, are you going to do the traditional female roles? And they just like, nah, mm -hmm. he got to cook and clean too. <clears throat> he got to take care of the house. He got to take care of the kids. Well, but what you doing? They're, they're in the masculine role of not doing shit. Hell, that's not even masculine. They're in the neutral role. <laughs> they're in the I'm spoiled. That's what we're in. Hmm. What was this? of gender reveals mm -hmm. like making it such a big at first it was kind of like nice to be like oh yeah this is what we're having you know mm -hmm. get everybody excited for the baby which I feel mm -hmm. like was the basis of a gender reveal is get everybody excited now you got these ones where it's, <clears throat> they hire planes to go across the sky and release smoke or whatever whether it's blue or pink they setting things on fire <laughs> The, I think the thing that really throws me though is just something as simple <laughs> as uh, yeah, that was something that actually happened. They do fireworks. They.
they've done gender reveals at sporting events where they yes. announce it on like the jumbotron. You have people dressed up as like a baby boy or a baby girl, like fake fighting each other. Like yeah, I saw that. Wrestling. That was funny. You have some but, people wear like motorcycles where they'll like yes. literally just burn rubber, and then the exhaust is either gonna be blue or pink smoke uh-huh. coming out. It's me. It's when you have a gender reveal and the gender reveal, and one of the parents is mad at the gender. Thank you. <laughs> like, I was trying to say that earlier. Yes. Uh, yep. How you mad at the gender? What? <laughs> you don't raise the child. <laughs> you don't raise this baby. Like I'm gonna have a little girl. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I see that too. I wanted a boy. Uh, well, oh well, shit. Oh, oh, what you gonna That's too damn bad. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> like, just raise your kid. Yeah. You keep smiling. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, even to the extreme, they do that in China. Like, they would only have a maximum of maybe like one girl, and then the other girls, they gotta go. Basically. If like, they I'm like, sorry. I know, but it's kind of like that's awful. It's, it's like that. It's, it's like that Netflix movie. Have you ever seen that movie? Whatever happened to, or what happened to Monday? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Mm. Oh yeah, where it was oh, like families were only mm-hmm. allowed to have one child, and all the rest of their children they had to allocate to the government. Mm-hmm. And then like this one guy, his daughter gave birth to seven daughters, and he named them all after days yeah. of the week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they had to they had to assume the same identity. So when they went out into society, it was seven girls pretending to be the same woman. Mm-hmm. That shit was actually Full a concept. really fucking good movie. Mm-hmm. It was. That was really good. But it's just it it's just how now it's just they took something that's just supposed to be so precious, get mm-hmm. people excited for a baby, and then they find a way to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, what happened to just people? Oh, what you having? A girl. What you having? Yeah. A boy. I was thinking about that now that it came up in my head again. Um, the, the like capitalization of like baby products and how they make, you know, market it towards boys and girls, basically. Because, like, say for instance, you were, just create a scenario. Um, a gender reveal party. Everybody tell you to buy, you know, uh, something for a boy. So you go to like Walmart and you just see, oh, boy section. Okay, let me just buy all of these boy products. And just, yeah. you know, put in the, the shopping cart and go about your business because you said boy. Now, do like markets kind of target that now? Did they force us? To believe that only certain products is for boys and certain products is for girls. You it's get what I'm saying? Combination. Honestly, I don't even think it's so much that the, the stores themselves are marketing specifically towards a boy or a girl. I just think it's baby products in general. I don't think it's necessarily tailored to a, a specific gender. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is I mean, baby products are always going to be in need because people are having kids. Mm -hmm. And I think we already are conditioned to think in terms of boy products, girl products, because we're already in the mindset of those gender roles and those gender identities. Mm -hmm. So people are going to, you know, pick products based off of that anyways. I think the stores more so and the commercialization of it is more so like 
this is what you need for your baby. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, you don't need that shit. No. You don't need, you know how many baby products people buy and don't touch, don't take the tag off, end up donating it, be like, "My, here you go, you having a kid, here you go, my child never used it, never touched it. Just give it to the next people. <laughs> but this is what I need to be a good parent. This is what I need to raise my child. I need this bouncer that will take them up to the ceiling bring them back down and rotate and spin and vibrate so they can mm-hmm. fall asleep it's like no you don't mm-hmm. that child will never be in that never and when they when you do put them in it they're going to cry mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like well ain't this about a bitch yeah go feed your child burp them give them a nice warm bath put them in some warm clothes swaddle them so they feel nice and cozy out like a light they don't care about what color it is. They don't care what it's supposed to like fucking represent. Just get put the yeah. fucking clothes on his baby. The best thing I've ever seen was actually in a movie. I don't know if y'all seen the movie Juno. Yes. Oh, yeah. But um, I think it's Jennifer Garner. Her character is trying to decide on essentially yellow and yellow mm-hmm. for the child's nursery. And she asked her husband, like, which color? And he's like, it's yellow and yellow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm nesting. I'm trying to get ready for the baby. And he was like, or you can wait. It's not like the baby's going to come out demanding a dessert-colored bedroom. Mm -hmm. Because it was like, one color was like custard, and the other color was like sunshine or something like Mm -hmm. that. And it's like, but he's right. It's not like your child. You know what color my bedroom was when I was born? I don't know. I don't know what color it was. I know Mm -hmm. as a child, I had a pink bedroom, but that was my choice. Mm -hmm. I chose the color pink. Yeah, my bedroom was light blue. And my brother's Same. bedroom was green. Purple. Hmm. But it was light blue after we painted it. I don't remember what color it was before. It might have been white. It yeah, was white. So. Mine, yeah. White, blue. Yeah, white. But it's the simple fact that it was like, I chose that color. It mm-hmm. wasn't just like my room was that color. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't know what color my nursery was. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because it didn't matter. Because I didn't care. <laughs> Ain't that a little boy's color? Why you got her in blue? Like, cause it's a color. It was fifty percent off. You know, fun fact. Actually, they switched the uh, colors. Like yeah. pre nineteen, I don't know twenties. Uh-huh. Uh, boys was dressed in pink, and girls was dressed in light blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boys was actually wear dresses too. Yeah. Because um, the families didn't want to waste so much money. Because this is a point where you see you made your clothes or you're so expensive to buy them. You know, you would buy one for every baby who was born. So they yeah. bought dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people would get their children christened, even if it was a boy, it would be a christening mm-hmm. gown. Mm-hmm. It's not like he would be in a little, like, suit like it would be today. It's like, oh, you getting baptized, you getting christened. Mm-hmm. The baby would be in a gown. So. Just wear the gowns, all of them. Mm-hmm. Ain't no pants up under there. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um. So that kind of brings us to like the last question: Do you feel like you follow gender um, identity norms in your life? I feel like throughout my life, yes, because again, we're conditioned to girls boys Mm -hmm. and you kind of gravitate towards that Mm -hmm. um as i got older i feel like adulthood i kind of feel like i just did my own thing i i feel like i i reached a point where it's like i don't care what people gotta say Mm -hmm. i don't care 
I want to re-anime and play Dungeons and Dragons and play video games and go outside and climb trees. I'm going to do what I want to do. I am happy. <laughs> so, at growing up, I say yes. Now, I say I do what I want. Mm-hmm. In my South Park voice. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> I do what I want. Honestly, same. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like, at at a certain point in your life, you hopefully you reach it where you don't care about what any what society is telling you to do. What's normal mm-hmm. for your gender? Like, if you look good in the fucking color, rock that motherfucker. If you look mm-hmm. good in that, if you enjoy something, go enjoy it. Like yeah. being able to cook and be a homemaker is often seen as a feminine thing, but. Mm-hmm. I know plenty of men that have it. It's therapeutic for them mm-hmm. to cook. It's therapeutic to clean. Like it's, it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. And damn good at it. Mm-hmm. I will say, as a kid, I don't think I did conform to gender norms. Because when I was in elementary and middle school, I was in the I was in the modern dance uh, club. It was me and a bunch of girls in tights mm-hmm. jumping across the stage doing modern dance routines. And I got a lot of flack from that in elementary and middle school. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't... How is it gay that I'm in this? I'm surrounded by girls. <laughs> <laughs> that never made sense to me. <laughs> it never made sense. I don't think they put two and two together either. Nah, Hold on. They didn't. Wait a minute. They didn't. You saying for an hour a day, you just get to be surrounded by a bunch of women? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, let it sink in. Just give it a moment. Like, really think about it here. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it. I'm surrounded by girls. You're surrounded by boys. <laughs> but Which I'm one of us is? gender you know norms uh because i you know thought that that was the way it was you know everybody else is you know my brother followed i would say i think he followed you know gender you know norms pretty heavily but now i'm kind of like shifting the way that i look at it especially with the colors like for the longest i wouldn't wear purple because Mm. you know thought it was you know feminine or whatever uh, I just started wearing pink, and I look damn good in pink. Uh-huh. So, Sometimes it, there's nothing wrong with being able to enjoy and express in your own version of femininity. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Just like there's nothing wrong for you to bask in your own masculinity. We we all have both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what the fuck you want to get into. You know, it's, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of colors. Like take have completely 
different origins and meanings than mm-hmm. what we have for them. They're like right. purple was a symbol of royalty. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if you wore pur- purple, oh, you you had mm-hmm. money and status. Mm-hmm. You ever seen a pimp? <laughs> favorite color is purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need a reference? Look up a pimp named Slipback. That man was in purple. <laughs> Couldn't tell him nothing. No. <laughs> like, rock with your own femininity. Look mm-hmm. at Prince. Yeah. Uh, bruh. Prince. Prince was feminine and got bitches. He was like, uh, He was feminine. He had his masculinity. He was fucking it all up. And still had thousands of men and women mm-hmm. coming to his shows, singing along to his music. Mm-hmm. You call Prince whatever you want. I would he will take your woman. You. Mm-hmm. And probably steal her outfit and look better than her in it. Mm. Not that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just you know. Um. Yeah, and also, um, recently, getting more um in touch with my emotional side. So you know that too. Just like cha- you know, basically just cha- looking um at the way that I view gender, um, and identity. You know. So yeah. Um, any other final thoughts about, um, I guess, gender roles? Gender knows no bounds. Do what you feel and do what you love. Do what makes you happy. Do it well. Yes. Yes. Live your life how you want to live your life. Facts. If you want to be a woman and be barefooted pregnant, go ahead and do it. If you want to be a man and I just got to go to work and I'll come home. And that's all I do. Go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. But don't do try to do it with like respect for other people. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. try to force it on someone else the way that right. you view how to live your life. If you don't want to do other it, people, don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you do, do it. Live your life, but don't try to force your views on other people. Mm-hmm. Let people just live. Yeah. The they's, them's, he, she's. Let just. Let us all just live our fucking life. It doesn't matter what you're really repping when it comes to the level of femininity versus masculinity. It's mm-hmm. all we we all have to live here on this earth and mm-hmm. deal with bills, school, death, mm-hmm. love, hate, work. We all have to go through that shit. So does it really matter? Right. And allow your children the space to to just become be themselves and yeah, be who they are. I guarantee you kids do not think this deeply into situations the way they do. They are not. They're not thinking in terms of masculine or feminine. They're like, I'm a kid, I'm having fun, and it is what it is. I like the color pink. I like tutu dresses. I like, like, let the motherfucker enjoy themselves. If they like musicals, that's okay. Right. Let them be young, wild, and free. Uh Like, let's um, come out wearing tutu dress. And then when they get adult, now they didn't in the field. Mm-hmm. Or he know. come out wearing a tutu dress, and now he become an adult and owns the highest clothing line in the USA, and boom. And sometimes play football with the NFL on know. Sundays. And still got white kids. Do I? <laughs> like, let a person live. Cool. Um, so thank you uh, to all our beautiful weirdos for tuning in. 
This has been another episode of the Weird Negro Podcast. And always, I am J-Dub. Hey, I'm Cam Lotus. Peace out from L. So Flower Lee. And special guest me. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Platypus. Please say more than just... <laughs> this man really said, I'm P. <laughs> Alright, and until the next uh, episode, everybody chill out, have fun, stay, you know, safe. Um, yeah. Alright. Alright. Peace.